everyone. Welcome once again to yet another episode of Two Dudes Talking. It's episode 104. And of course, with me are my two good buddies and co-hosts, John Tracy and Illinois Smith 2024, making his appearance once again. I'm Matt Craig. Happy you are with us. Illinois Smith, what's going on, man? Well, apparently I'm here because Dr. IP is going to war with Elon Musk. But uh, mm. good. other than that, I do have a question because um, okay. I saw it circulating around this week and it flabbergasted me. And I, I'm mm. hoping maybe you guys have seen it and have answers. But um, why are people cooking chicken in NyQuil? This TikTok really? Yeah, so the articles I saw floating around all said the FDA is warning people not to cook chicken in NyQuil. And I'm like, why in the hell would you cook chicken in NyQuil? NyQuil, you know, if nothing else, it's going to taste terrible. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, unless you're thinking of the the alcoholic content, but I mean... Alcohol is going to burn off if you cook it. It's going to burn off. Exactly. Yeah. It's like... That's funny that you thought, why why would you cook... Uh, Nyquil in in uh, or why would you cook chicken in Nyquil because it tastes bad? I thought, mm. why the hell does the CDC have to speak? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, not the CDC. I think it was the FDA. The FDA Same is like it's a bad they idea. Also, I don't know why. I, I'm yeah. sure there's a CDC. Why do they have yeah, Why? But why does the FDA have to tell you to not to like? Be- wh- because there's stupid people out there who are going to do it. <laughs> They should not have, have to. Te- they should not have to tell you. They should have to tell you. Yeah, they should not have to tell you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Don't mix A with B. Come on, you know it's yeah. that simple. Jesus, I, I don't get that at all. Um, John, though, how you doing, man? Yes. How, I mean, you're on the road okay. once again in Houston. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, a, I'm on location. That's what we'll say. There you go. Se- yeah. Secret plans. Now go. I t- <laughs> Go oh, Texas. The weather down yep. there in Houston. Beautiful as always. Hot. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's finally we chilled like... up here. Oh, I love nice. it. Yeah, nice. it's great. It's nice. hoodie weather. It's just fantastic. And uh, yeah, I, don't, I just I don't, love I don't this type of weather, here. man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 100% hoodie weather. Are you kidding me? 100% hoodie weather. Um, I miss before we go weather. on with the with that first topic, uh, Johnny, I think oh, you yeah. had something, didn't you? Like a did oh, you know? Oh, yeah. This is just a, this is a little fact uh, for you. Yeah. Guys. Did you guys did you guys know this that the Empire State Building has its own zip code? <laughs> See now, okay. Here's the thing. I thought Newman told Literally us in Seinfeld that they're, but Newman told us in Seinfeld that they're meaningless, mm-hmm. basically. So mm-hmm. I wonder how how many zip codes does the Empire State Building have? Just one. Why? Just one. Just the one. It's, okay. It's one zero one one eight. Interesting. So Interesting. It covers enough. It covers enough ground for a New York zip code. I'm impressed. I. I well, that makes I guess me it wonder covers now, it vertically. Yeah. Does the does the I'm not going to call it Willis Tower. Does the Sears Tower have its own mm. zip code in Chicago? Yeah. That's, uh, it does not seem to. Huh. It's interesting. So I guess but, the Empire State Building had to, since they're no longer the tallest building, yeah, so they had to figure yeah. something else out to be unique. Is it? Ju- I, like I wonder it. if it's. I'll take it. I'll take it. But yeah, that's kind of interesting. You just never know these things. That's for sure. But speaking of not knowing things, guys, um, why don't we top uh, hit up with topic one here? And uh, 
Sometimes it's just better just to shut the hell up uh, if you're a college student, not okay. knowing oh, exactly what the hell's going on. <laughs> oh, you weren't talking uh, to me. Sorry. Okay. Oh, no, no, no yeah. I was not talking to you. Of course not. <laughs> okay. No. Um, but we have this headline here. Uh, Utah governor slams Oregon fans for obscene chant at BYU football game. Of course, this was last week. Uh, like with two news, we always like to take our time get to get the whole story of what's happening here. So long story short, we have Oregon, Oregon student section, small minority, chanting F BYU or F the Mormons, something along those lines. Yeah, I think F and BYU do- probably would have been let alone. I would exactly. totally have been okay with F BYU. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, but we F- have BYU. To, <laughs> but we have to say, say F that. the Mormon. Yeah. But we have to say F the Mormons um, because we don't know any better. Um, no surprise out in Oregon. But what prompted this was a Duke volleyball player was playing against BYU and she was African-American and she thought she heard. We also do know that Duke's not in Oregon, just just as a disclaimer. Uh- yeah, there's 100% uh- on that. <laughs> but this, apparently they were playing a match and she thought she heard racial overtones going on there. Turned out after being interviewed, there were multiple interviews, mm-hmm. cops on the scene, all that kind of stuff. Nothing of that ever took place. And apparently, that memo didn't make it to the Oregon student section because they were chanting F the Mormons. And this was after uh, the fact that the BYU football team came out to a with a flag as a gesture of goodwill. Basically, what happened was there was a tight end from Oregon who tragically died. Uh, in a climbing accident in July. So they came out with the guy's name and his number, uh, which was a tremendous gesture, but apparently that didn't make the Oregon student section. Um, John, uh, I'm going to just toss to you first your immediate reaction to this because I have my own set of circumstances Uh, and things. I'm sure sure that the Oregon student section did not know that they were going to come out with a flag. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold them to task on that. But mm-hmm. just a simple basic language lesson. This isn't even a moral thing. This is like, fuck BYU is fine. Like mm-hmm. if you have a problem with, it's it's the school. It's the, why do you have to go to the religion? Why do you have to go to the, the core of it? Like, why do you have to, it's like one extreme measure has to meet another one. Mm-hmm. Before the stories are even told, this is the internet age. This is this is exactly what they're doing. They they were they were going for the throat. They weren't going for Mm-mm. the thing. I love about Philly is they know how to chant. They know how to offend you, and they know how to do it properly with respect. Mm. This is not that. This is this is low class heckling. Is what this is. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Mormon. Come on, like, mm. bro. That, by the way, that's 1950s. That's not even yeah. like 2022. Like, yeah, we already memo. went through that yeah. time. Yeah, we went through that time in our in our uh, in our country. Yeah. It, it yes. Just, the lack of respect and understanding and reading mm-hmm. to be God's honest truth, reading mm-hmm. the story to figure out what it is. That's my problem mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, if they would have chanted fuck regard. BYU all day, I, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Like, they, Chicago does fuck the Packers all the time. They're not, like, going after Aaron Rodgers' personal religion. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're, but they're they always have to, That's fine. They, but they always have to time it with F the da da. That's what the chant is, basically. And so when you have idiot fans that do something like this, they have to chant it in that F the whatever's and, you know, whatever. And it's like, dude. F B Y U boom boom boom. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's it's that easy. simple. It's yeah, easy. we've said fuck the Mets for fucking a hundred years. Like mm-hmm, they've got mm-hmm. they've got letters we can spell. Like mm-hmm. it's, you can you or can screw haggle. the Mets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't just it's uninformed people doing stupid shit. Is what it is. Yeah. To the to the uh, fairness of the uh, University of Oregon, they did end up apologizing uh, for that. So we want to make well, sure of that on this podcast, and they should have. No I'm question. A big Oregon. I'm a right, big so. Oregon Duck college football fan, so I have mm-hmm. no, you know. Yeah, but there you go. the issue is the issue is it's not the people who actually did it apologizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the university, it's the university. They happened to attend apologizing mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, these people are numb nuts. Yeah, uh, who were probably you know drunk, uh, most likely, and you mm-hmm. know are twenty twenty one think they know everything. Uh, well, it kind of yeah. harkens back to the conversation you guys had when I was on vacation about that incident with the uh, the Rangers fan, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in Tampa, and you know the guy knocking the other guy out because he was you know who knows what the act back behind you guys can talk more about that a little bit more well that wasn't bigotry Um, that was just flat out assault that's that was just flat out (laughs) assault i mean but at the same time it's kind of like you know it's a i don't want to say it's along the same line but it is a verbal assault on someone's like deeply held religious beliefs and it's kind of like dude like come on man like (laughs) i don't there there comes a point in time where you have to like cool it you know it's like just Mm -hmm. calm the hell down more than anything else it's football game. Also, it doesn't matter. But at the end of the but day. also in the in the the thing I think is so frustrating is mm. this is where our crackpot national media should turn. This is town square stuff. Like you know how you mm-hmm. stop stuff. You everybody in unison goes, "Yo, shut up! That's not cool." Yeah. And nobody does that. Now it's just reporting, oh, well, they said if the Mormons, and what are we going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you should do something about it. Like, a hit piece should be written. Like, you should mm-hmm. – just because Oregon – or like Steve said, just because Oregon's officials apologized, they didn't do any investigation. No. They did less investigation than BYU did for the, the uh, racial slur that was, quote-unquote, said – Mm-hmm. In that, like, that's what I mean. Like, it's the story's so ridiculous because you're uh, you're allowing people to get away with mm-hmm. flat out racism because they're mad because they think there was flat out racism. Mm-hmm. And what? that it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Well, look, it's this. Here's the stupidity of it is. Let's let's even assume that it was true that somebody said something racial mm-hmm. at the Duke thing, Absolutely. right? Okay, mm-hmm. well, what does that have to do with Mormonism? You, you know, like Zilch. Yeah, the person Nothing. who said it is an asshole <laughs> and should be yeah. reprimanded and punished to whatever extent need be. Absolutely. Yeah. What does that have anything to do with 
with mm-hmm. the religion aspect of nothing. It. That nothing. Yeah. That's what I'm trying. That's what I, I'm. I'm confused on that. Everybody wants to glaze over that. Like it's. It, it, it is a product of the United States of America. You meet racism yeah. with racism. You meet stupidity with stupidity. Like when it's, someone does something, they do the exact same thing and be like, "Well, you're wrong." Well, you just fucking did the same fucking thing. Like, yeah, did, did we? Yes, did yeah. we? Did we lose our minds that bad that we can't make a rational thought that maybe that maybe if someone. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that Duke Ginson, it was real. Yeah, I know. Let's just say that Duke Ginson, it was actually real. And it wasn't. But let's say that happened. That's mm-hmm. our first thought? That's mm-hmm. all we're gonna... We're just gonna be racist back? Like, it's my all thing about... Would, my thing would be, fuck the game, I'm not going, because BYU makes 50% of the profits from this game in Oregon. So they're not gonna get paid. So all the... or What I would do was... Get all my friends to get all their friends. We're not going to that fucking game because they're fucking Protest racist. The game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. make Oregon suffer and BYU. Maybe fucking someone would do something about it. No. Yeah. You show up, you fucking have 17,000 beers in the parking lot, and you decide, Rachel Slayer, that's the way I'm going to go. That's how I'm going to hit this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes no sense. It really bigotry, makes no sense. Or yeah. bigotry slur. So I have, I have obviously my two cents on this regard, John, to your question. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a culture right now where it is all about get back evenism. What I mean by that is there's always something that someone sets the tone. Well, I got to get this person back. There is no sense right now of us attempting, even the attempt to mm-hmm. come together and to try and figure out, okay, where is person a coming from where is person b coming from is there a mutual benefit and there is a mutual benefit of us coming together discussing and having a national conversation and yes i'm using that in air quotes but it's it's in a in it's all about how can i put myself above somebody else in a negative light where that person is so far beneath me on the totem pole you know what I mean? It's literally like I have to be that one step above in in the hate. And at some point, and it's easy for us to do it because we're built that way. You know, and that's highly controversial, but that's we're, we gravitate towards it and we want it because we want that sense of justice. This person hurt me, therefore I'm going to get them back. It's called karma. We're going to find out a way to get somebody back in regards to this. Now, the solution is something that's like you completely with love and admiration and respect, you come and approach that person and say, hey, dude, like calm the hell down. You don't need to make that kind of chant to something in that regard to insult somebody's religious, you know, respect or by the color of skin or their nationality or whatever the case may be. Just chill the hell out, man. Seriously. And just you may disagree. Fine. Okay. You disagree with them, shake hands with them, call it a day, move on. There's no need to linger about it with anger, you know, in that regard. There's just no sense of doing that kind of stuff. But until you get to a point where we don't have this get back evenism, par for the course, unfortunately, we're going to have to 
deal with these numbnuts that are out there making these stupid chants. And my fear is we will not see. There was so much bogus. Now there are bogus stories about racism. There's going to be someone that's going to come along that is actually going to be racist that people don't know. Wait a minute. That person is racist. That person needs to know of their racist tendencies. You know, that kind of a deal. That's what I worry about more than anything else. If we hear dog whistles when it comes to racism, that's not that's not going to do us any good, I think, at the end of the day. It's true. It's true. You know what I mean? So it's sort of go on for a long diatribe there, but it's no, literally no, that's. It's... Yeah. Let me just why do these. Man. Why can't you do yeah. these long diatribes when I'm not doing a Macho Man voice so I can stay? <laughs> there, there you go. I only got exactly. I only have one thing to say. and We can kill the kill this topic is if 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 you want to if you want to be cool like Philly and actually chant things that are are fun and good at heckling mm-hmm. you know, watch some of the shit that we do and just duplicate it don't don't go out on your own like learn from the best like, there you go we're, we're, we're the best fan base so just learn from us maybe that could be a part of temple's like core curriculum class heckling 101 and you <laughs> need by, it uh... you need it <laughs> <laughs> by Illinois Smith uh, unfortunately, Temple is not in a position to win many games where the heckling would be you know, yes, they're, they're, received they're, in the way that you would yes, want it to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, here we go with topic number two, gents. Uh, well, you got to like calm down over there. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know exactly. <laughs> So we have this article, gents. Um, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been a pandemic going on. It's called COVID-19. Um, and I, apparently... I didn't say it was over. Yeah, I know. Oh, then it must be over. Say, I'll see you guys. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I mean, John, you declared it over, I think, what was it, like six months ago? It's nice to know the President of the United States is... But I thought, I've always been ahead of the curve, so... That's, uh... <laughs> exactly. Why, well, he's my COVID-19. vice president. There you go. <laughs> exactly. There you go. The Lancet COVID-19 Commission, guys, uh, slammed. That's a very good question. I'm reading the article here. Uh, This commission slammed. Steve, Steve, that's extremely expensive government uh, (laughs) positions that you do not get unless. (laughs) Exactly. So this commission slams uh, government's response and government's is in full here. So this is world governments as untrustworthy. Yeah, and and urges investigation into the virus uh, origins. How about that? (gasps) Governments around the world showed themselves to be untrustworthy and ineffective during the pandemic, leading to several million deaths, massive global failure at multiple levels here. And the Captain Obvious Award. Yeah. (laughs) The Obvious Award goes to whatever. Exactly. The Are you talking panel about Spain? I was just going to say, the panel of international experts wrote, quote, too many governments have failed to adhere to basic norms of institutional rationality and transparency. Too many people, often influenced by misinformation, have disrespected and protested against basic public health precautions, and the world's major powers have failed to collaborate to control the pandemic. The proximal origins of SARS-CoV-2 are still not known. Identifying those origins would provide greater clarity, not only to the causes of the current pandemic, but also vulnerabilities to future outbreaks and strategies to prevent them. End quote. Would it really? Guys, pretty, 
Well, it, really? I mean, let's be honest. To start the origin, yeah. I mean, you got to start at the beginning, obviously, where this virus started. And I would think from there, there would probably be a better way to, you know, but why, why didn't they just it, call but... out the call one person that knows where it came from? I don't know the answer <laughs> to that question. He surely, he surely knows where it came from. But... Yeah. He's on his 6. farewell 9 tour. million deaths. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. 6.9 million deaths have been reported worldwide. Of course, in the United States, we have 1 million of that. Woo! 350 Americans well, continue we to always, die every day. Probably. We always do round numbers here. Yeah, exactly. Very um, monkish of you. <laughs> of course, Dr. Rochelle Lewinsky of the uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Ha! Huh. Said this... Um, uh, last month to better prepare for future pandemics, guys, she said this, quote, For 75 years, CDC and public health have been preparing for COVID, and in our big moment, our performance did not reliably meet expectations. My goal is a new public health action-oriented culture at CDC that emphasizes accountability, collaboration, communication, and timeliness. Um, so now that that lunatic is doing that, um, Steve or Illinois Smith, what is your immediate reaction to that article? Go ahead. The only word I heard was <laughs> action oriented because I hate that phrase because it's because it's that, a that bullshit phrase. phrase. Yeah. It is. Remember that ad we did a while back that was all mm-hmm. business buzzwords. Mm-hmm. That is what action oriented means. It doesn't mean shit. <laughs> Okay. Exactly. So what, if you were using term. that, right? Yeah. Exactly. If you were using that term, you'd have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, the CDC <laughs> was preparing for 75 years, and they fell mm-hmm. flat on their face because face. they obviously weren't mm-hmm. doing it right. Uh, and I have no confidence whatsoever at the time being that they are going to do something right. And the whole the whole business about being transparent, we all know that's not mm-hmm. going to be the case. I mean, have you ever seen the movie 2012? They knew yes. the earth poles or whatever were going to change for two years. And what did they do? They built a secret bunker in the Himalayas. They didn't tell people this was going yeah. to happen. Yeah. So transparency exactly. is playing out. If COVID, yeah. well, exactly. if COVID was worse than it was, we wouldn't have known about it because they would have kept it to themselves. Yeah, exactly. But yep. that's, but that is key government. That's government 101. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't technically disagree with government 101. Because why do you, why do you want a hundred mm-hmm. million people scared shitless? <laughs> That's Agreed. not a good plan. No, it's and it's just not a good plan. Yeah, especially with no end goal look, in sight. No end John, goal exactly, in sight at all. Exactly. John, exactly. here's here's how you don't scare a hundred million people shitless. You educate them on risks. Mm-hmm. And what they can do to avoid them and mitigate them and provide resources mm-hmm. where they can yes. ask questions. You don't go, it, don't leave your house for two weeks because yeah. I said so. That, so boy, you know. that, that, you know, that makes me all fine and dandy and not scared to death that something's going to happen. exactly. Yes. No, I, I wanted I to slow this spread in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we, knew, Good we, knew, we knew that was bullshit when it came out of their mouths. Yeah. You can't yeah. you can't so shit in two weeks, especially in a government uh, a position. Yeah, they're not. They're okay. So here's here's what the CDC is actually telling you: they're not going to tell you shit. They're <laughs> never going to tell you shit. Mm-hmm. They're but they're not so action really oriented. Sure they're not really sure what happened, but they're glad mm-hmm. that it isn't happening now. 
Um, if it happens again, they might be a little bit more prepared, but they don't know what that is. They'll figure it out. Eventually. I, I guess. Yeah. I guess. That's really the problem, though. Really, John, at the end well, of the day, yes, I'm not it, like defending the CDC, but at the same time, it's like, come on, man. But it's not their problem. It's always been that way. The problem yeah. is Joe Rogan solved the problem already. Mm-hmm. He said, if you don't like what just happened in the last two years, vote Republican. He mm. was like, not because you're Republican, just because it's easier to see the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he's right. Mm-hmm. It's We're getting to a point we need to we need to just buckle down and not go forward with this whatever mm-hmm. this is isn't mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. yeah well it's a the, they're replanned they're extra planned the new plan this is they, what they're doing right now we've they're already like seen we already mm-hmm. seen what this group of people does mm-hmm. leading large amounts of people into uncertainty they're not very good at it mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Not saying I'm not saying I'm not taking taking sides on voting. What I, what I'm saying is, go into the, this is what this is telling me. Go into the polls, educate it. Thank you. Educate. Know who controls you. City controllers, governors, mayors. Understand what they press them on what they know. Mm-hmm. If this happens again, what are you going to do? They can mm-hmm. lie to you all day. But at least you have to be proactive. We cannot, as a society, go forward with this this cartoon anymore. Yeah, because exactly. that's what it is. Like they're literally hitting us with buzzwords. Yeah, they have yeah. nothing left. They do not know how to lead. Great point. They don't know how to lead. Yeah, and that's a great point to piggyback to what Steve had said with the action items. You know, that are basically you know the actual consequence. Get out of here. That is your job. Your job is to make sure to, you know, if you're, it's in the name, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, ha. Huh? The reason why I laugh at that is because they did not control and they certainly did not prevent it. Now, again, like I said before in the podcast, everyone's going to get sick at some point. That's yes. what's going to happen. It's all about, to Steve's point, mitigating, reducing Matt, the what risk. Was the, what was the death toll? Oh, it's over a million people. No, no. I but, mean, the... Of the population. oh minuscule, minuscule. Yes. Oh, the global but population. They ne- but they no. never said that. They never did. They didn't give you they, the whole picture, and that was, I believe was on purpose. I don't know why. Was Steve, it I have under a question? No. I have a question. If <laughs> no. they would have came out and said mm-hmm. in in the forefront, like they they did, mm-hmm. but they didn't, right? Mm-hmm. They could have been, mm-hmm. hey, this is disease. Everybody's going to get sick. But mm-hmm. minimal people are going to die. Let's not minimize the death. Like we need to stay, mm-hmm. we need to stay safe. We need to stay. I, I'm still, I'm still okay with the arbitrary six feet apart. I have no. I think we should go forward with that. I told, I've said that a million times on podcast. The the further we're away from each other, the better we are as a society. I really feel that way. Mm-hmm. If they, if they would have taken. A couple of those, but they would have said, you're not, you're not going to die. Like you have a very low risk of dying. We need to get out. We need, we, we need herd immunity. We need this. Mm -hmm. Don't you think that the, 
response would have been so much easier mm. just with those basic facts that I understand you can die from this, mm-hmm. but your likelihood of dying from the statistics are minuscule. Yeah. You got to really fuck up once you get COVID. Like mm-hmm. you got to not consult a doctor. You've got to heavily smoke. You've got to go out on a cocaine binge for three weeks. Like you got to do some, if you have no comorbidities, you got to really fucking break all the rules mm-hmm. before Like if you, but in saying that, if you do have, you know, a chance that you, you can die from this, you need to go to the hospital. No question. Yeah. Um, I don't know that your exact message would have been better. Uh, perhaps no, but I, tweaking so- it a bit. But uh, I get your point, <laughs> which is had they been, again, more educational and more upfront, more, mm-hmm. hey, these are the people who need protection because mm-hmm. they're the most vulnerable. Here mm-hmm. are the steps that you can do to protect these people. Uh, mm-hmm. That certainly would have helped, and mm-hmm. um, they they just didn't do it. <laughs> right. They they just and then, didn't. And then you don't need masks. And then you do need masks. And then it's airborne. Oh. And then it's not airborne. It's on the counter. And it's not. It on could the be counter. on the countertop. You know mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, the, you got to desanitize everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I think as we've discussed before, the messaging was brutal because, yeah, it, you know maybe. They didn't know everything they needed to know, but they were too quick to come out with information that maybe wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. proven yet. Um, well, and- what, what was it? Yeah, I was just, I was even going to say, guys, um, I think, John, you and I found something from like the 1920s or 30s of like, what did people do during the 1919 pandemic? And it was a list of common sense items where all you're doing is you're washing your hands, you're drinking water, you're walking every day, you're doing all kinds of other health related items to making sure that you're keeping your health up. And that literally was was totally scrapped. Mm-hmm. That was literally a flu that would kill you if you got it. Yeah, like that exactly. Was, that was totally different. Yeah, exactly. Moral of the story is you got to keep your diet and exercise up as best you can. I Absolutely. think in the middle of this pandemic, we're not going to tell everybody what to do. Not just but that. But certainly for me, yeah. Go not ahead. just that. Good sleep. Also, mm-hmm. you need the social interaction. Because yes. you also yes. have to be in a good mental state. Because if you are depressed, because mm-hmm. you're not seeing anybody because you're locked in your house, oh. A, that's not good generally. But B, if you're depressed, your physical health is also going to suffer and could lead you to be more susceptible to things of this ilk. Oh, absolutely. But, but I have a question, and you know, we kind of brushed it off at the beginning, but I want to know who this commission actually is because... What I heard a lot in the article was about how the government's failed, but I didn't mm. offer in what way, because what I'm concerned is this Lancet mm. commission or whatever is more like, mm-hmm. well, they should have locked everybody down sooner and longer. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't hear oh. in what way the government failed. All I heard was they failed. And then Rochelle Walensky saying, well, uh, reverse synergies and um, <laughs> action oriented empowerment 
of little, things. Little, That's so little, interesting you mentioned it because I dance. just have, I just happened to search Google search the Lancet Commission, Steve, and this is a, a very quick paragraph here. Commissions from the Lancet through our program of commissions. The Lancet editors work with academic partners to identify the most pressing issues in science, medicine, and global health, with the aim of providing recommendations that change health policy or improve practice. So I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> nope. It sounds expensive. <laughs> It does sound yeah. expensive, exactly. Yeah, but that's pretty much what we have uh, in that regard. It sounds to me like it's a commission based on medical experts more than anything else. To I, me, I, I worry it's. You remember that Simpsons where all the smart mm-hmm. people form a little club, yes, and they try yes. to run the town, and it turns out they can't yep. run it very well because they may be <laughs> book smart, but they're not, you know, yep. the best street smart. Um, yeah, street smart. Uh, yeah. That sounds like what this might be. It's a bunch of PhDs and MDs <laughs> hanging around going, oh, yeah, government hmm. should do this because hmm. I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm smart. Yikes. And now, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Dr. Dan's, taking the new fad of pharmaceutical food fusion to the next level. Our beef gets a fresh minty hint because we slather our cows with Vicks VapoRub while they are out to pasture. Feeling amorous? Drop by on Tickle Me Tuesdays for our famous foot-long hot dogs that soak overnight in a Viagra-laced brine. Guaranteed hours of fun afterward. For you vegetarians out there, we load up our tomato basil pasta sauce with antidepressants guaranteed to perk you right up. That's Dr. Dan's. Just drive down I-95 and right into Baltimore Harbor. We're there. Trust us. John had to pick All up right, his uh, beer chicken. I, exactly. That he's cooking in the back. Nyquil chicken. In the back there. Nyquil. Nyquil chicken. There you go. Exactly. I prefer. I'm a Robitussin man myself, but what are you going to do? <laughs> Make sure you get it Nothing's under the good. legs. <laughs> Nothing's good than having a Robitussin chicken. Let me tell you that right now. Mm. Um, but in any event, guys, while we're uh, you know cooking up some chicken here, why don't we go dive right into topic three? From the sublime to the ridiculous uh, on Two Noobs, um, this is a very phrase. interesting article. I love it. He likes it, it but it's never <laughs> really applicable because <laughs> our last topic was not sublime, I must say. <laughs> I guess not. No, that's true. Yeah. But here we go. Um, guys, you're doppelganger. Just, just think about this. Someone in the world has a crush on the CDC director. Somebody. <laughs> Not our audience, but somebody is somebody. like, man, she's hot. Like, <laughs> somebody. <laughs> they probably work for the mob, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> seriously. I'm right? pushing that conspiracy, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be in front of Rand Paul oh, in no time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I, I swear, Mr. Senator, she's a member of the Corleone family. <laughs> Dressed in that hat and in that, those shapes. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I don't know how Al right, Pacino guys. wound up in that picture, Your Honor. <laughs> it's not my fault. I was just there taking it. Anyway, your doppelganger is out there, and you probably share DNA with them, gents. Uh, New York Times article. Yikes. Um, from August of last year, or August of this year, I should say, Charlie Chasen, Michael Malone met in Atlanta in 1997. Mr. Malone served as a guest singer in Mr. Chasen's band. They quickly became friends, but they didn't notice what other people around them did. 
the two men could pass for twins. They're doppelgangers. They look strikingly similar. They're not related at all. Immediately and immediate ancestors are not even from the same parts of the world. Mr. Chasen's forebears hailed from Lithuania and Scotland. Mr. Malone's parents are from the Dominican Republic and the Bahamas. Go figure. But wow. they are doppelgangers. They are un- yeah, hundreds of unrelated lookalikes. Uh, they participated in a photography project by Francois Brunel, a Canadian artist. The picture series I'm Not a Lookalike was inspired by Mr. Brunel's discovery of his own lookalike. The English actor Rowan Atkinson, believe it or not, guys. Uh, yeah. Project has been a hit on social media, other parts of the Internet. Drawn the attention of scientists who study genetic relationships, uh, which is interesting. So uh, to think that there is another John Tracy lookalike out there frightens the hell out of me. I'm just saying. I'm uh, sure no. there is. <laughs> just as I'm a fa- I've been told I'm there's a-, a potential doppelganger over here. So who knows? But uh, not personally. I'm a very nice person. I know you are, Johnny. Come on. I wouldn't be there being a good friend of yours for over 20 years. But your doppelganger might not be. Exactly. He's in the closet. (laughs) Uh, Thoughts on this? What what do you guys think about that? Kind of an interesting article. Uh, It's just off the cuff. Yeah, it's it's absolutely true. Yeah. You can can just say it. Like, Mm -hmm. with the whole internet thing, the celebrities and the celebrity lookalikes. God, there's a there's a Hillary Clinton. She has a body double from the presidency. Like it's come out uh, a couple years smart? ago. Probably <laughs> looks exactly <laughs> like her. It it creeped oh. me out when I read that article. Like it's someone yeah. that just it was when she walked that way. When Hillary went that way, they had a body double of her, and it was liter- It looked just like. Her. It's amazing, just amazing uh, scientific thing that's happening that's out there. Yeah. really. Well, at the end they, of the day, I think it makes well, sense they, a little bit because there's only yeah. so many ways mm-hmm. you can arrange a human face, yes, you know, mm-hmm. reasonably. That mm-hmm. you, with seven billion people and people, you know, Where, however many like been throughout history, you would, yeah, <laughs> you'd think. No, I mean, the uh, Will Ferrell and the drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers look. Look exactly like, <laughs> yeah. Know, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, it's, mm-hmm. you're not always going to fight. Oh, yeah. I, I I had an experience um, back when I was first starting. Uh, I was part of a, a a big international law firm, um, mm-hmm. and we had an attorney. I never met her, uh, but I saw her picture or like an email blast one time. I guess they won a case or something, and mm-hmm. she was out in L.A. She looked exactly like my wife. Which was creepy oh. as hell. Wow! And, and she and her her name was it sounded uh, Indian, like um, you know, in mm-hmm. Asia, India. No um, kidding. But looked wow almost identical. It was really freaky. That's <laughs> so, wild. You know this 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 stuff does happen. Uh, it doesn't oh, surprise yeah, me. So. Yeah, but uh, I hear- think what also blew. To hear that they might share the same DNA is a little weird, I think. That's that's what freaks me out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, but what's interesting to me, though, is that the fingerprints, everybody has different fingerprints. Everybody. Like, not one has the same. We're all like (laughs) snowflakes. Exactly. 
So in that regard, that's the safe option, I guess you could say. But to your point, that is freaky that they, they could potentially have the exact same DNA. Which is well, really, they didn't say really, exact whoa. same. They just said they would share Part, yeah. some. Parts oh, they share the, the same. DNA. Which Parts I guess, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. also sort of makes sense because to have the facial features arranged. You would have to have, mm-hmm. yeah. Have some, You'd have yeah. to have a chromosome that goes this way, the same right. as mm-hmm. said person. Like, it mm-hmm. would just yes. have to be that way. But that's yeah, what, right. yeah. talk about lazy government. Jeez, I don't want anybody have it. You know what I mean? Like, what if, what if my doppelganger likes to knock off banks? I don't want to spend time in jail. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mother, science, mother nature is a bad scientist. Yeah. Well, yeah, so well, DNA is not necessarily going to clear you in that instance. It's that's like, what I'm saying. Like, and that's what I would that... I, Mother well, nature is a bad scientist, John. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I, will, I will use the opportunity to now uh, name celebrities who I have been told I look similar oh. to. Oh, interesting. Uh, so this is, I'll be this the is, judge of that. <laughs> this is this is not my this didn't come from me. This is what has been told to me by other people. Some known, some okay. unknown. So in okay. in my forty one years of existence, I have been told that I look similar to Ben Affleck. No. Uh Heath Ledger. The Ben Affleck thing, you have no douchability to your face, so <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would, and the, I would disagree. Yeah, I would totally. And the le- the last one from Affleck and Ledger was uh, I was in City Hall going through security, and mm. the the um, person behind the desk pointed at me and said, "Deadpool," <laughs> and I'm like, Ryan Reynolds. I'm like, no, 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 no. So again, these are all just crazy people. Yeah, maybe exactly. The atti- maybe yeah. the attitude, but definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to even think if there's even one person that I don't think I I've got ever nothing. gotten. Yeah, I got nothing either. No. Yeah. People I can't have even. Told me stuff, but I I don't I don't I don't remember. A lot of people have it. said that I have good voice for radio. So I mean, well, that you that do. says something. You right absolutely. Yeah. That's, I'm not necessarily that's always a compliment. That's the problem. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we've well, talked in the past. Because I don't have much to work with up there. So. Well, we've talked in the past that you're, uh, what do we call them? The, the little dudes we're putting on the pictures now for, uh, you know, the bit emojis. YouTube videos. The bit emoji. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah we've yeah, discussed yeah. how Pat your Croce? bit emoji. No, not mm-hmm. Pat Croce. I've said you look like a cross between um, Jamie and Adam from Mythbusters. Yeah, from Mythbusters, <laughs> yeah. My dad also got when Terry Murray. Terry Murray was coaching for the Flyers. There was always that. Oh, you know. Yeah, he's similar. My dad was. I could yeah. see that. Similar. He's yeah, similar. Yeah. 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 Sure. The Move only it, thing so. I have is the only thing I have is when I started the bit emoji thing. My wife could not get over how my bit emoji actually looks like me. <laughs> like it freaked her out for the longest time. Like I would yeah. just send like a okay like like <laughs> it would have this hat it, would be like, she, it took her a while to get used to it well that's the thing with the bitmojis is they you know a lot of times it'll look it'll have it's features. similar it'll have the right hair yeah. color the right sort of face shape but it's not like you would say that and say oh that's so and so particular 
But you're right. Yours is a little. Mine hit a little. It's like I. It's like I held the phone in my face entirely too long, and it was like, "I'll get those cheekbones just right." I'll get those just right. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh, bless you. <laughs> bless you. Anyway, topic four, that, gents. As we roll on, that out. I'm not going to cut that out. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to cut that out. Topic four, guys, as we roll on episode 104. And uh, how about we talk a little solar panels on the top of Amazon fulfillment centers, gents? Um, Steams is though they're having some difficulty. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Amazon took all U.S. solar rooftops offline last year after a flurry of fires and electrical explosions. Ooh. Between April 2020 and June of 2021, solar panels atop Amazon fulfillment centers caught fire or experienced electrical explosions at least six different times. They are trying to put out uh, these things on top of their fulfillment centers by 2040 in an effort to be environmentally friendly. But um, apparently 220 solar panels outside of this Fresno, California warehouse fulfillment center caught fire. Three alarm fire. Um, It was caused by an undetermined electrical event within the solar system uh, mounted on top of the roof. (laughs) That's how it's set. Sorry, solar system. That's Within the solar system. Yeah, exactly. I love it. A little over a year later, 60 firefighters uh, called to an even larger Amazon facility in Perryville, Maryland. They had to put out a two-alarm blaze. Um, And then, of course, there were documents... The larger fire was only a two-alarm blaze. Two-alarmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's weird. Documents, this though. Proves, uh, this proves that Jeff Bezos is an alien, by the way. This is really hilarious. System. Yeah. Yeah, right. In the intervening <laughs> months, at least four other Amazon fulfillment centers caught uh, fire, experienced electrical explosions due to failures. Due to Jeff uh, Bezos solar... rolling Jupiter over top of the building. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Documents Such which were... Alien which have never been made public, indicate that between April and June of 21, uh, Amazon, that's April of 2020, by the way, April 20 to uh, June of 21, Amazon experienced critical fire or arc flash events in at least six of its 47 sites. 12% of their uh, facilities, gents. Yikes. Uh, Arc flashes are kind of electrical explosion. Amazon employee wrote... The rate of dangerous incidents is unacceptable and above industry averages. Well, I agree. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, Corporate, the, pro- yeah. No need to read it in that voice. That was a true statement. <laughs> that was a yeah. true statement. It's very true. I don't that want that to true. happen. <laughs> no. no, exactly. If that happened right now, we would not be recording the podcast. If like somebody arced and like electrical fire broke out right now, we would stop shit. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Commercial solar in the U.S. is expected to see 8% annual growth over the next five years. Thanks in part to the Inflation Inflation Reduction Act um, that was, of course, passed by Congress. You know, they're reducing uh, inflation. Um, Good for them. No, Uh, that's what it's doing? Yeah, no, they're not. Yeah, supposedly. No, Uh, they're not. When do do those provisions kick in? 2035? I, yeah, something like that. Yeah, June, by June of last year, all of Amazon's U.S. operations with solar had to be taken offline temporarily. 
Amazon spokesperson Erica Howard told CNBC in a statement that the incidents involved systems run by partners and that the company responded by voluntarily w- turning off its solar-powered roofs out of abundance of caution following a number of small or of isolated small number of isolated incidents with on-site solar systems. I love that. On-site solar systems owned and operated by third parties, Amazon proactively powered off our on-site solar installations in North America and took immediate steps to re-inspect each installation by a leading Their solar technical expert firm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, so, uh, so, those so details currently didn't I, I show need, off I in need, the report later. I need, I need, Go ahead. So, so what they did is they blamed a third party and then they got another third party to check it out. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, what that 100%. just read. Yeah, well, exactly. Amazon's not in the business of solar panels. Why would they? What would Amazon's they were going to go up there and look at it like, <laughs> <laughs> you know how much they probably paid for those solar panels? Too? Oh, oh my crap. gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's and they the have thing. no idea how it works. Nope. <laughs> I mean, obviously, when you have twelve percent of your entire like fleet and like yeah. experiencing fires, I mean, that's not an well, electrical explosion. Let, that's let me not tell good. you something. Let me tell you and something. And your owner's an alien. Panels. Well, yeah. tinfoil hat. Yeah. Let me tell you something about solar panels. Mm. Uh, the best ones probably convert only about twenty to twenty-five percent of the light they receive mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. actual electrical energy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where do you think the other seventy-five to eighty percent goes? Mm-hmm. It's turned mm. into heat. Yeah. Yes. And what does heat yeah. do? Heat causes fires, especially if you don't. Yes set the thing up properly to conduct the heat away. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, these things are not, these are doing exactly what they can. And they probably went to the lowest bidder to do it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Given the the number that they have. And then for people that don't understand the, the panel is going to Mm -hmm. batteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you got a farm and those of battery, potential. which heat, mm-hmm. which heat up, like Steve is saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All it's all about maintenance. It's about critical maintenance, water levels, connections. Were you guys? Were you guys flying at all? Were you guys mm-hmm. flying at all when they were banning certain Samsung devices from flights because yes. the batteries yes. would like randomly catch fire? Yes, not like, for me. It was like the not Note for me. Six or something. No. Yeah, you would hear announcements like you can't have the Note Six in your <laughs> bag because it's going to catch on fire. Yeah, batteries to catch on really? fire if they overheat. Yeah, yeah. what a shock! Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I, I was not. I, I guess that must have been after. I don't know when the Note Six came out. That's an interesting well, question. Well, I, but... I've thrown a number out there. I don't remember exactly which. Oh one yeah, was. The, okay. It was pre. Yeah, it was never announced obviously. whenever I went yeah. overseas or anything of that sort. They yeah. always tell you, okay, go on airplane wipe, you know, the airplane mode. But I mean, I never heard of anything like. You know, I remember. I remember that because I uh, mm. I was having a war with a friend of mine, Apple to mm. uh, Apple to Samsung, mm. and we were having mm. to fly out at the same time. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm safe. I got an Apple. They they're, they're <laughs> shitty batteries. They'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love but, it. But I mean, yeah, the it's... point is, batteries. Yeah, that's another part yes. of the system that could yeah. overheat and heat. cause a fire. Yeah, so heat. you got to set these things up carefully. You can't just have Joe Schmo down the street, you know, put hook one of these up for you. 
It's Honestly, really amazing. Do we, do we expect Amazon to have any kind of plan? I mean, they were owned. They were created by Jeff. Not Bezos. really. Like, there's no plan. There's there's no plan. Like, there's a rush to your point, John. I think you're yeah. right. There's a rush to kind of say, okay, well, we're environmentally conscious. Look at us. Mm-hmm. He went from books to everything mm-hmm. to I'm the leader in solar power. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. he's a nutcase. Yeah. There's yeah. no and surprise it's... that that twelve percent of his buildings are setting on fire. There's yeah. no he is he's Elon Musk light at this point. Like, and when you hastily put stuff together, yeah, when you hastily put stuff together in the race to be environmentally conscious and you don't think these things through, guess what's going to happen? You know, it's like it, it's no surprise yeah. that now it's like they've got to take a step back and they got to reassess everything. And that takes time. And when you could have just off. did that, when you could have just did that in the first place, I'm all for solar. slowly. I'm all for wind power. Mm-hmm. I'm all for all the things that mm-hmm. will get us off of gasoline. And I work in the gas industry. I'm mm-hmm. all for them. But fucking do it smart. Please <laughs> Don't do follow it gradually. Jeff Bezos. Please do it do gradually. Do not follow Jeff Bezos. No. No, there is no rush. The Earth is doing just fine. I mean, to be honest with you, it's not like it's going to be set on fire immediately. We're hanging well, in there. You don't know. Not you if don't I know. have anything Tuesday. to do with it. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. I mean, you don't know. <laughs> I'm calling you up first, and I'm going to be like, Matt, you're wrong. Tuesday, I know. we set on fire. Uh, <laughs> we don't know. That's the thing. We need yeah. to learn. We need to. Steve's yeah. point from a couple podcasts ago holds mm-hmm. true to every ounce of what we believe in. Take mm-hmm. your time. Figure it out. Use scientific data. Get us to the next level. Again, second topic in a row, the people that are doing this are not doing a very good job. Yeah, exactly. It shows. Setting, stop setting arbitrary <laughs> deadlines. There's no yes. rationale with respect to, you know, well, what, what did they say? They want to be fully... 2030? 20, 2030. 20, 20, 40 or what, something like what, that. What's, what, why are you setting that specific deadline? Yeah. Well, why can't we get there when we get there? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's you how probably... we used to build houses. That's, that's how, how we used to build, build cars. Houses. That's how we. Yeah, that's how we used to build cars. We get there when mm-hmm. we get there. Get why there. Why can't we do mm-hmm. that? Yep. You spend yep. an arm and a leg to equip all of your centers right away, and look what's happening because you probably yeah. had to do it lower price because it was expensive as hell mm-hmm. to do yeah. it that way. Otherwise, so you you pick the lowest bidder. And the lowest bidder was was an idiot who didn't know positive and negative uh, couplings. What you just uh, said, Steve, is exactly right because you go in and solar right now is incredibly expensive, a la electric cars. They yes. are very expensive as well. You have to think things through, kind of like what you can even like just from the expense standpoint, similar to college loans, right? You want to be able to take, do I want to take on this amount of debt immediately? No, I want to gradually put these costs out in front. That kind of a deal. You know what I mean? Like you don't arbitrarily just spend so much money and okay, we'll fix the problem. We'll worry about the problems later. You know, that kind of a deal. That doesn't work. No, that doesn't work at all. Well, that's not, okay. The three of us are pretty Mm -hmm. comfortably financial through this Mm -hmm. 
through this, mm-hmm. none of us are really, we're not bitching too much. We're, well, I mean, we're all bitching, but we're not bitching too much. <laughs> we're not like, we're not going to be on the street tomorrow, right. is what I'm trying to say. And mm-hmm. none of us own an electric car. None of us are dabbling in solar power. Mm-hmm. It's not because we don't believe in it. It's mm-hmm. that they haven't created a system that is efficient for us to be like, okay, well, this is the next step. It's not there yet. That's Mm -hmm. the biggest, like, you can't, do not get into the the business right now because it's not good. Yeah, exactly. A lot of things have to be weeded out in order for that Mm -hmm. garden to grow, Johnny, right? At the end of the day, so. Very true. More work to do. More work to do. All right, guys. Well, here we go. The end of the episode, topic number five. can't believe we're doing a fifth topic. It's amazing, but jam-packed here in this episode. Business Insider piece, guys. This is amazing. Travelers are slamming Airbnb chore lists that tell guests to mow the lawn, do the laundry, take out the trash. Oh, and by the way, you got to pay $125 in cleaning fees. Um, this is a very interesting one from the Wall Street Journal. Some Airbnb hosts are charging cleaning fees, asking guests to complete a list of chores, uh, requiring guests to complete lengthy chore lists. Some of those cleaning fees could pay go all the way up, not just from one twenty-five, but to three hundred and seventy-five dollars. Frustrated travelers have pushed back on social media, with some saying they've been asked to take out the trash, wash the sheets, mow the lawn. Um, there's a TikToker. Uh, who basically oh, sent a viral video. She decided not to book the Airbnb because it charged this cleaning fee. Um, Post amassed 66,000 views, 5,000 comments, many of which shared similar e- encounters. So, all right. So in order to get more viewers, we just have to go on TikTok and bitch about something. And rants. Yes. Yeah. And, and yes. rants. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. easy enough. Okay. If I'm paying two twenty nine a night, to stay somewhere plus a hundred and twenty-five dollar cleaning fee. I'm not doing. Uh, I'm not doing any laundry. She said. I know it's. I completely like, agree with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I know it's well, like one low of laundry, and it takes me two minutes to do. But it's the principle that really bothers me. I know. I agree with that. If they, if they're charging you a mm-hmm. fee and you're paying upwards to two hundred dollars a night to stay somewhere. It's not your problem. That's yeah. your problem. Whose genius idea? Whose genius idea was it at Airbnb to break that out as a separate line item and not just mm-hmm. include it as part? Well, of they're, the, they're just. I they're mean, just come fo- on. Well, they're ju- they're just following what cell phones do and what everything else does. You know what I mean? Like they they're, they're just jumping onto that. They're ta- we'll charge you three hundred fifty dollars and then tell you to do something. Like, because some people will comply, and that's the. So this is interesting. Some people will just comply. Like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to cause a tiff. I'll just do their laundry for them. Fuck them. If I'm three hundred dollars and I'm on vacation, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I might be in the corner. I don't give a shit (laughs) at that point. I've covered. I've covered more than your cleaning fucking fee by your. Two hundred dollars and your hundred and fifty dollars. I guess you kind of mark their territory, right, Johnny? If I don't give a shit at that point, 
Mm. If I'm ever in a position where I'm fortunate enough to own a property I can rent out, I will never rent it to John. Now be made absolutely clear. Oh, now he's joking. Exactly. No, but what what I'm saying is it is far beyond. Like, there is no room that is worth more than $100 anyway. And the fact that they're packing it on, they're packing it on, they're packing it on, then they're putting a $150 cleaning fee? Well, okay, so here's the thing about that, though, John. I did, reading further on the article, we got here this this couple paragraphs here. An Airbnb spokesperson told Business Insider that while hosts choose their own cleaning fees, the company has provided recommendations for keeping the amount reasonable and suggests hosts consider not charging cleaning fees at all. According to the company, 45% of global Airbnb listings do not charge a cleaning fee. 45%, so it's a minority. Uh, and for those that do, the fee on average is less than 10% of the total reservation cost. Um, the host page or the host uh, resource page on cleaning fee says this. Would you like to, would you like guests to load dirty dishes into the dishwasher or strip the bed linen before checkout? If so, consider charging a very minimal cleaning fee or no fee at all. With a higher fee, guests may expect to just walk away from your space at checkout as they would a hotel room. So it's interesting that they do give the. It sounds to me like Airbnb is given the option. Yeah, but it's like fifty-five percent of Airbnb guests are still charging a cleaning fee, and I would that's too. The problem. I'll be honest. Mm. I would too. If I'm running my house to somebody, I'm charging them a cleaning fee because I don't trust people to freaking clean up after themselves. No, I, I'm not. No, you abso- know, I, absolutely. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, but I think I, it's the additional I, fee on top of that's the problem. On top of the chore list. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm someone who we rent a house down the shore every year. It's not through Airbnb. It's it's through mm-hmm. a regular realtor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we take out the trash because we're there mm-hmm. for a week. Mm-hmm. That's what you should do. Yeah. Why? I, I, I don't think taking out the trash is that big a deal. I mean, you, why no. would you want to live among a pile of trash? Take the goddamn trash out. It's easy enough. Takes two and a half minutes. Whatever. I do. I do it at a hotel, and where there, when I leave, housekeepers Mm -hmm. come in and do it. I do it if I accumulate a little bit more trash than I want in here. Mm -hmm. I go walk Mm -hmm. down three flights of steps and put it in dumpster. There you go. That's just not living in filth. I mean, that's fine. (laughs) Now, at these, at these, the houses we stay at down the shore, we bring our own linens. Uh, so oh, we're okay. not using somebody, else. and I wouldn't want to use somebody else's sheets. Well, I mean, no. sheets, yeah. hotel mm-hmm. sheets, hotel sheets. They bleach the hell out of those things. You know, yes. not, yes. I'm not at least at a good hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, somebody's house. I'm not sleeping in somebody else's linens. That's just gross. No, no, mm. that's that's uh, weird. So the doing the laundry thing doesn't really make sense to me because um, of that reason. You know, like you're sleeping mm-hmm. in somebody else's sheets. That's that's a little mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would still bring my own. But that's interesting. Yeah. But mowing the lawn, that's ridiculous. Yeah. See, that's interesting because like prior to recording, I share with you guys, I'll share again on the podcast that years ago, my parents would rent a house down in Cape May and it was a beautiful Victorian three flights, uh, three, three story house. It was Mm -hmm. beautiful, but it came with a corner property and the guys we were renting it from, Hey, do you mind cutting the grass? It was like, I'm 15 years old. I'm like, I guess I don't mind it, you know, that kind of a deal. So it was like it was electric mower, and I had to go out there and cut it. And it was well, like couple, maybe 40, 45 minutes, but. A couple questions. Go for it. 
how long how long was the house rented for? Two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, I don't know if that'd be long enough to make me want to. Mm. Yeah, if I'm uh, there for six months, I'm totally cutting the grass. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah, that's a little different. Yeah. Okay. Uh, although it also depends on what you're charging. You know, if you're little, charging me an arm and yeah. a leg, maybe I expect you to hire somebody to come out and mow the grass. Uh, there yeah, you go. Exactly. Yeah. But they were a little Running. older too, so they were like in their mid to late sixties. So uh, maybe, possibly. Well, you were fifteen. It's a good lesson that you learned. Yeah. yeah exactly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Running the dishwasher, I, I also agree that you probably ought to do that. Because why do you want to live among a bunch of dirty dishes? Yeah. Again. Or you know? the, the worst thing you could do is leave the dirty dishes in the sink. Oh, God. That's yeah. the worst thing you no, could do. No, you yeah. don't do that. You don't. Do it's that. like, come on, man. Like, put At least give us some minimal effort to clean the dish, then stick right. it in the dishwasher, but, please. Yeah, that, might exactly. be, <laughs> that might be where this is coming from with society being so lazy. That maybe they yeah. just have to put fees on, and us normal people. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah. look, the the normal cleaning fees. You know, I think what you're expecting to pay for with the cleaning fees is they're going to go in and they're going to scrub the bathroom, right? Yes. They're going to they're going yeah. to clean the floors. Yeah. They're going to vacuum. I don't think they're there to like run your dishwasher. No. You know what I no. mean? Like that's no. not the point. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This is for the the stuff that you know really have to get down on your hands and knees and mm-hmm. scrub. I mean, you know, I've been this in a... Isn't, I've, I had a sandwich. Let me pop this in the dishwasher. Oh, no. I, <laughs> that's, that's a chore. I can't do that. No, that's... I can't do that. $125. I've, I've been in a hotel for a week, and I've literally done my dishes mm. every night. I've run the dishwasher. I've, I've cooked because I uh, over there somewhere. I have right, a kitchen. There you go. I, I've cooked. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I, I don't expect. I don't expect a housekeeper to clean up after me. I do mm-hmm. expect, you know, the trash to be taken out if it's not excessive. Mm-hmm. And if the bed to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. Bed be changed. And yep. If I'm loading up the trash can and I'm like, oh, this is overflowing. I'll take it out myself. Like I'm not talking about that. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like the Airbnbs, Airbnbs, like the extra charges, and they're mm. not, they're not giving you anything. They're like, oh well, you got to do the laundry. You got to do like, like we're reading on it. You got to fucking mow the lawn. Breach, you got to do. Yeah. Fuck you! You got to charge me four hundred dollars. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need that you extra. Charge me four hundred dollars. I don't for four hundred dollars. I don't need to do anything. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There's well, a limit. Yeah, it's, like, it's not. Uh, it's not. You don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's you don't need to do any like. Maintenance Anything to that. unreasonable maintenance. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, I need that leaky live... pipe while you're there. Yeah. <laughs> I need to live there and I need to take the trash out and I need to possibly clean mm-hmm. up after myself after I eat. Yeah. But if I'm if you're charging me four hundred dollars, no. I'm leaving it the way I, I I'm leaving it the way I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. more, no Here's less. That. No I can more understand less. that. I can understand that beef. Mm-hmm. I get totally, it. totally. I do too. Yeah, but I, I also too. see the other side of people who are, as Matt says, they're so lazy. Mm-hmm. I they're just they don't do the basic, simple stuff that you know a normal human being would not want to live, be on vacation amongst a pile of plates. Because I guarantee you, this cleaning service that yeah. you're paying for, they're not yeah. coming in while you're there. They're coming mm-hmm. in no. after you leave. After, after yeah. you Again, leave. Clean the bathrooms. Yeah. Do all that stuff. 
to prepare yeah. for the next people to come in. I didn't know that. Or the next renter. Yeah. My question, my question is, with society being this way, is that we mm-hmm. have people like us, right? That mm-hmm. literally will 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 follow the rules, mm-hmm. and but we won't go over the limit. We're not going to fucking mow your lawn. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other side of society that literally will shit rack your place. That's why we're paying four hundred dollars a night to go to a fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, How? What is the solution to that? That's that's the question. Hmm. Those people just need to live in their own filth for a while until they get. Yeah, you know? we just have to force it on them. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, I would tend to agree. I mean, it literally is like you gotta like. Sometimes hard lessons have to be learned at the end of the day, but, Johnny. You know what, what I mean? What I'm saying is we're okay. One set is being affected by another set. Mm-hmm. So do you just yeah. keep taking the fees? Yeah. I, see, mean, I don't it. go through Airbnb, so the fees don't bother no, me. Neither, 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 yeah, neither. it's like when I travel, it's like either neither a motel or hotel. Yeah, right. I never do an Airbnb. Yeah. No, right. ne- neither do I. But I'm just saying mm-hmm. that's – if you do the Airbnb, uh, are you just willing to just take on the fees of the sloppy – like, cause that's the, that's the real question. I don't know but, if I were in a position, if I were in a position to do an Airbnb and I found out, like I'm looking at, it, it's like, okay, $129 cleaning fee, but the location is really cool. And I'm looking at it and like, okay, it seems to be in a really good location. I, I'd, I'd go there. I would seriously go there and be I like, okay, I wouldn't book. But at the same time, it's almost like, I think it depends on the location. I think it really depends on where you really want to go. Well, it, if it's hidden, it's, though, it's like, eh, you know what I mean? Also it's also like, how, mm-hmm. as you said, some of these are, what, mm-hmm. 10% of the overall mm-hmm. fare. That's, I think that ratio is important. If, like, mm-hmm. half of what you're paying is for cleaning fees, then, yeah, that mm-hmm. might be. But, it, it, again, and there's also the comparisons, like, well, yeah. where else is there to stay, and what are they charging as compared mm-hmm. to, you know, if it costs me less to stay really at an Airbnb with yeah. this cleaning fee as opposed to, you know, a Hilton down the road, mm-hmm. well, maybe it's worth going to the Airbnb because you know, exactly. more privacy and, and that kind of thing. But yep. Uh, so I would never say never book with a cleaning fee, but, you know, this is this is just part of it. Yeah. I, I have I, – I work with a guy who, who used to he, – well, he still does have a condo. That mm. he no longer rents it, but he used to when he first got it, he would rent it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was yeah, it was down in a beach in Delaware, and he would background check people requesting to rent. Yeah, because he wouldn't rent to like a group of college students because you know what the hell they're going to do to the place. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know it's I mean? smart. Like I, it's smart. I, to so. be honest with you, and that's a great que- That's a great point, Steve. Because I mean, I, you, as you guys know, I own a condo. That's exactly what I would do. 100% right. background check. I'm not going to rent it out to some kid, you know, here mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like, because the, the reason is the association has something on noise. They want to make sure that everybody is okay. Oh, absolutely. You know, in the evening, they don't want large parties go off, you know, that kind of a deal, you know, at two well, o'clock in the morning. I mean, you know, I, I don't think it was the loud parties as much as the damage that was damage. expected yeah. from, you know, a bunch of drunken college kids. A hundred percent. I totally agree. Yep. Um, so I would definitely have, be in favor of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did have furniture damaged once in a while. So, <sighs> you know, he, he, yeah, he that was smart to, that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, then you're you out of here at that point. Re- yeah. And then you got to mm-hmm. replace it. Yeah. Ugh. Exactly. 
Yeah. Well, that's it, guys. That ends episode 104 of Two Noobs Talking. And uh, it's over so soon. I, it's over so soon. Yeah. But an hour has gone by. It's crazy. And uh, it's great to be able to sit and chat with you guys, as always. Um, but as we bid farewell, John, where can people find us out there on the social media? As, as, as I, I have a request. I have a request. Oh, go for it, Steve. Yeah. Matt, as you do your part of the shameless plugs, you have to do them in your pretentious a-hole voice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Thank you. You got it. No problem. Go for it. Nice. Johnny. There we go. So when me and Steve are communicating well, we are on Facebook, TikTok, <laughs> Clapper, who we're, we're close to uh, 700 followers on Clapper. So keep keep it up. Uh, Instagram, uh, reels everywhere I can I can figure out to post. Uh, but that'll take us, little short videos that'll take us to our... Well, that's our main YouTube channel, The Two Noobs Talking. Like, share, subscribe, and get notified when all our videos drop. They drop on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, Illinois Smith, uh, where can people audibly listen to us? Nowhere. Oh. Um, people audibly can listen to <laughs> us through Podbean, which is our central hub and pumps us out to the little baby hubs like uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Glenn, and <laughs> Love you, Spotify. Glenn. Don't forget about Samsung. <laughs> oh, yeah, Samsung. Whatever. That's you Samsung. figured that out yet? Whatever that is. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, we'll you know, that I think we were so. supposed to figure that out a couple weeks ago. We haven't still Yeah, we're also out. on Podchaser, which we don't know what that means either. But if you're listening <laughs> to us on Podchaser, thank you. Thank you very much. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Episode 104 is in the can. Episode 105 next week. Rocking and rolling as we keep it moving. So until then... Talk to you all guys next week. Take care.